0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Show Me How Good It Gets. I'm your host, Malvika. might be kind of a different episode than I'm used to. I just moved to Illinois. This is my first night alone in my apartment. It's my first time ever living alone in my life. Um I don't really have much to say other than I feel really sad right now and like lonely, even though I know I'm not. So many of my friends have been texting me parents have been calling me but i feel like this weight of being alone and i usually love being alone so this is different for sure um and i think the activity i want to do tonight is probably put up pictures of my friends on my fridge or something so i can feel like the space is starting to become mine I don't have a lot to say, once again, but I think I come on here a lot and I give you guys, like, advice on looking for the good and selective filtering and everything that I really do believe in very strongly, but I also want to acknowledge that sometimes I feel crappy, like, I feel sad, I feel not good in my stomach, like, I just have, like, this pit of anxiety and nothing I can say to myself gets rid of it. There's no mantra. There's no like piece of advice. Um, I was talking to my friend Maya, who you know and you love, on the phone a couple weeks ago, and I, she was like having a hard day, and I was like telling her like, I'm not gonna give you any like this thing just sucks. Like sometimes things just suck and they're hard, and there's no good thing in that very moment. God, I think I'm going to scrap this whole thing. I'm making no sense. I'm just, I think I'm trying to say, like, I don't want you to feel like because I come on here and I'm like, look for the good, look for the good. That doesn't mean I don't have my bad, ugly moments because I totally do. And, like, this is the one right now. I just, like, don't feel good. And I still believe all of those things I say. I just am having a weird rut right now. It's not even a rut. Like, I can fully pinpoint the feeling of just like, woo, I'm alone in this big apartment, and that's kind of scary. And it's like my first night, and the light in here really isn't good. <laughs> and I can fully pinpoint why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, so I feel lucky. And I'm going to do all the things I preach tomorrow. I'm going to journal, I'm going to go on a walk in the sun, I'm going to get myself a coffee, a little treat, I'm gonna call my friends, I'm gonna call my parents. I'm going to do all those things. I'm giving myself tonight to just like not intellectualize my way out of the hurt and I'm just trying to sit at it because I feel like pain because I'm leaving something good. I'm leaving my friends and my family and the West Coast and I'm moving to a state where I know nobody. Like it's scary and I feel scared and that's super normal. And I'm saying this to myself more than I'm saying it to you guys, I guess. This is a really long, pointless, probably couple minutes of me, I think, saying tonight's my first night. I feel scared. And I'm going to podcast again tomorrow morning and see how I feel. Okay. Bye. Good morning. It is the next day. I feel so much better. I got a full night's sleep. I woke up and I was a little bit disoriented because I was like, wait, where am I? Where have I come to? But once I figured myself out. I put on like my favorite workout clothes, which are like these colorful purple shorts. I went on a walk to the lakefront. I brought my book. I brought my journal. I spent some time there. Then I walked around to like all these stores and talked to the store owners and found like bookstores and alleyways and just was so happy and grateful. And I just, it really was such a different morning than it was last night. I feel really happy. I feel really lucky to be here. I am sorry for such a bummer of a beginning of the episode. I'm not even going to listen back to that because I know it was no good. I know I made no sense. But I think I want to keep it in just to show you guys, like, I'm not always show me how good it gets. Sometimes I am, this sucks. Like, that is also me. It is also completely a part of me. And I just had, like, this beautiful, beautiful morning felt really lucky and grateful to be here and also I I woke up and I was scrolling on my phone which I know everyone tells you not to do that but I somehow cannot like give that up I don't know I turn off my alarm and I just need to pick up my phone and scroll through things to wake up for some reason I wish there was a better way for my silly little rat brain but I haven't figured it out quite just yet but I'm scrolling through like Instagram explore okay and I see this meme it's like a meme of this guy with his hand up against a wall, like throwing up. And I'm sure you guys have seen it if you're on the internet. And it says like me being blank when I could have been blank. And in the blanks, like each meme has a different set of blanks, obviously. And this one said me being paranoid when I could have been embracing the mystery. And for some reason, this is the meme that turned my day around. This is the thing that made me feel better. I don't know how that's possible, how, like, a black and white meme that probably a 16-year-old made it in their bedroom completely changed me. Like, that was, that was it. I was, like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace the mystery, and I just, like, I got up. I had a banana. I went, I just, like, a really nice morning full of things I've always wanted to experience, um, I feel really lucky to get to have the place I have with the sunshine I have that in this apartment it just it's nice I haven't made any friends yet um something that I don't know if you guys know about me but I like to have ready-made friends like I just like to click with someone right away and not have to put any work in and I was I was talking to again my friend Maya who you guys know I just need to probably have her back on the podcast instead of reiterating all of our conversations to you, but we were talking once after I just had like a kind of bleh night with people I didn't really know. And she was like, well, it would be weird if everyone you met, you felt this instant, beautiful, incredible connection with, like that would be weird. Um, So I guess every time I don't have like this incredible lifetime of a connection with someone, I just have to say like, it would be a little strange if I had that with everyone. and it would make my best friendships less special. So haven't found that yet. Need to stop putting pressure on that. Need to just let everyone in with open arms and open heart. I'm working on it. I'm not perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. I can be really bitter up in this head sometimes, but I am trying. This is going to be like the weirdest episode I've ever put out, but sorry for the whiplash. I feel good. I am going to try to get some work done and then come back to pod. I kind of like doing this in chunks because I can just, like, come and gab when I feel like it and then go and gab. Also, in this apartment, I just now have this little space set up for where I can podcast, which is really nice. So I don't have to, like, set up, unset up each time. And having your own place is nice. Like, I was so scared to live without roommates because, as everyone knows, I lived with six other people and loved them to death, my best friends ever. Love them, love them. And we were constantly together, constantly doing things. So I was really anxious about living alone without like company constantly. Um, But it's nice, I can kind of have my things sprawled out just the way I like it and I'm enjoying that. Okay, I'm gonna go get work done and then I'll be back. Okay, bye. Okay, this is like 10 minutes later but I really miss living with people for a lot of reasons obviously like fun and having someone to talk to but also sometimes I don't know how to do things like simple tasks that are required of a person who lives in a space and it was super cool when I lived with six other engineers um, one of them being a brilliant mechie who could just like solve issues for me just knew how things worked and would do them if I asked or help me do them or explain them to me and now I have to like google well I just it was funny I just texted Kyle like I need to do this thing and I don't know how to do it um and if you he were here I would just ask you to do it for me and then a couple minutes later I texted him like I did it I figured it out and he's like I'm proud of you and that was gratifying too because apparently I'm supposed to be like a strong independent woman or something sometimes I need help I don't know what to tell you this is a couple hours later. I was just journaling a little bit. I really like to do that at these like big transitionary times in my life. And the thing I was writing about, I thought I could come on here and talk about. Um, I, growing up, was not someone that was like, I can't wait to be older. Like I can't wait to go off to college. I can't wait to have a big apartment all to myself. I can't wait to get married. I wanted a wedding, but I I wasn't like really excited to grow up I for some reason had the wisdom of like things go by fast and I like being a kid and I love the quote youth is wasted on the young right like that still happened to me and there were a lot of things I took for granted but I really never wanted to grow up I there were a lot of people in high school that were like oh I can't wait to get out here and later, we're like, oh, actually, high school was kind of nice. Like, I should have enjoyed it more. I wasn't like that. Like, I enjoyed every day of it. I really, I also loved my high school. I had a great high school experience. All girls, like, great friends. But I wasn't someone that wanted that. And I completely get that sentiment. And I really respect it. And I think it comes from a place of privilege to be able to say that. Um, like, I had a very safe and loving family environment, etc. But... I, as I was going off to college, and then again, as I'm going off to grad school, I feel a sense of bitterness, of like, I don't want time to pass, and it still keeps happening. I don't want things to keep going, yet they still keep happening. I don't want to grow older, yet it still keeps happening. I don't want to have to make new friends, but it still keeps happening, and I feel like I lose control and I love being in control. And I just have this sense of despair when things are going by that I want to slow down. And I've been crying to my poor mother about this and telling her like, oh my God, I just, I don't want things to go so fast. I just, I want to stay here. I just don't want to grow up. Like, I get that the people who want to grow up, it happens to them, but why does it happen to me? Like, I'm grateful for every present moment. Like, why do things happen to me? And it's kind of comforting to know that the good passes, and so the bad will too. And it's kind of comforting to know we're really not in control of anything, especially not time. And, like, things just pass us right by. And... I think tonight or maybe this weekend or something, I'm going to watch the movie about time again. And if you guys ever get a chance to watch that movie, take it. I've watched it several times over. It is very near and dear to my heart. I love Rachel McAdams, obviously. Who doesn't? I think she's one of the most stunning women alive. And also, I just think that movie reframes so much for me constantly. Oh, my God. I know this isn't a paradigm shift episode, but can I find a quote that I journaled about from the movie? Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Okay, well, for context, the movie is about a guy who can travel back in time. Like, all the men in his family can do it. And that's not a spoiler. you learn that pretty soon into the movie. But now that I'm going to tell you about the end of the movie, fast forward a minute if you don't want to hear it. It's not a huge spoiler. Like, really, it's going to be okay if you hear it. But I'm going to tell it to you. So at the end of the movie, it shows him... So he's, the entire movie basically been traveling back in time to experience things twice. And at the end, because of whatever circumstances, learning, he says this quote. The truth is, now I don't travel back at all. Not even for the day. I just try to live every day as if I've deliberately come back to this one day. To enjoy it. As if it was the full, final day of my extraordinary, ordinary life. I just love that quote. I know it's so cheesy and it's all about being present and all these things that we hear all the time, but it's special and it's special to me and maybe that's special to you. I'm really gonna try. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm back, it's a few hours later. And I just had to go to an office on campus to fill out some paperwork. And while I was there, I was in the waiting room and I was sitting, Sitted. I was seating next, seating? No, still wrong. I was seated next to, no, honestly, in this situation, I was sitting next to works. Why do all those words sound so similar? But I was sitting next to someone who is doing a similar thing on campus that I'm doing. So we got to talking, which, oh, another thing about this, put your phone away and try to create connection. People are less inclined to talk to you if you're on your phone or if you have your AirPods in. So I took my AirPods out stop being on my phone. And that's how this happened. Okay. So we start chatting and he tells me he also moved to Illinois a year ago, post pandemic, um, for grad school. And he went through a big breakup. And so he wanted to really get out of his comfort zone. And even though he's a grad student, he tried being a stand-up comic on the side, just for fun, just for kicks. And he was telling me how like in America, that's one of like top five scariest things people think like after climbing a huge mountain, I think they like pulled a bunch of Americans and people said like being a stand-up comic, which I completely agree. It is so scary to be like, I think I'm funny, you guys. Like I think that is so terrifying. Like I never can call myself funny because I feel such a sense of, oh my God, but what if I'm not, right? So he tells me he tried this thing post breakup because he was just kind of tired of being alone in his apartment. And I was like, oh shit, like that was so inspiring for me because I want to create an expansive life for myself. I I don't want to be sitting on the couch, flipping through Instagram stories, being like, oh God, I wish that was me. I don't want to be sitting on the couch, waiting for a text back. I want to be living. I want to be experiencing things. I want to create this big, beautiful life for myself that feels worth sharing with all of you and just for myself. Um, And that was just such a heartening, teeny tiny conversation and a special part of my day. And as I'm vlogging this first 24 hours in the apartment, I just thought I wanted to share that. I wonder how this episode will be listened to. It must be so strange as a listener. I'm having a grand old time, I will say, but I guess it's super different for y'all. Thank you for sticking around if you're still here. I love you guys. And I might do this one more time before it's a full 24 hours. Hi, I'm back. We are 23 hours in. So I'm right at the cusp. I think this will be my last recording of the 24 hours, which is cool. Um, I have read this book, Atomic Habits. I read it a while ago. I don't think really everyone needs to read it. I think if you want to read a self-help book, it's one of the good ones. But I'm not a huge self-help gal. I picked it up once when I was in a rut. And I learned a lot from it, I will say. I just find self-help to be kind of boring to read, so I won't recommend it to anyone. I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. It's not mine. This is just a great, fantastic book. Okay, anyways, in it, there is one part that I'd completely forgotten about, but I just decided to scroll through the book again. I say scroll because I have the, like, online version. I decided to go through it again and just, like, brush up on some of the stuff I'd learned, because it was a while ago, and I'd Read it during one transition in my life, and I wanted to read it again during this transition. Maybe learn new things from it, right? And there is one chapter that I want to talk about with all of you beautiful people that may be very cheesy, and if you're not in the mood for cheesy, you don't have to listen, you don't have to imbibe, it doesn't have to resonate, but sometimes cheesy stuff really helps me, especially when I'm feeling a little bit down, a little bit weird, a little bit confused a little bit of anxiety in my belly, so I'm going to share, and it goes a little something like this. I'm going to mostly paraphrase, but this is again from Atomic Habits by James Clear, and the title of the section is How to Be Thankful for Your Life by Changing Just One Word. In the beginning, he talks about how he had a college strength and conditioning coach named Mark Watts who taught him really important lessons about how to be thankful, and it applied to everything in the gym, obviously, but he applied it also to things in his life as well. He says, as adults, we spend a lot of time talking about all of the things we have to do. You have to wake up early for work. You have to make another call for your job, your work. You have to get out of the house and do things. You have to write something. You have to make dinner. All of these have to things, right? And I'm the same way. Like, I was like, I have to move to a city where I don't know anyone for my PhD because those were the programs I really liked. I just had so many have tos about everything, about, like, setting up things in my apartment, just really down to the very basic things. And he says, now imagine just changing one word. He says, you don't have to, you get to. And this is something my parents tell me all the time too. They've taught me gratitude in such incredible ways that I feel very lucky to have had. He says, you get to wake up for work. You get to make another call. You get to cook dinner. You get to like do these beautiful things that another version of you or another version of someone else might have killed to do. And it's just a good practice in gratitude with very simple ways of talking to yourself. So that is gonna be my challenge for the next week. I have several, right? I wanna create an expansive life here. I want to reframe everything from have to to get to. And I hope you guys can do that with me and just like shoot me a DM if any of this resonated. It really didn't have to, it was not a thought out episode. I'm sure it was kind of a weird episode even for many of you, but I'm so lucky I get to record and I get to post, and I get to receive these beautiful, loving, caring, adoring DMs from you guys. I appreciate it so much, really more than you know. I screenshot them. I look back on them. If you send me a voice memo, I listen to the whole thing. I just really, really, really think you guys are super special, and I feel lucky to get to do this. So thank you for listening. This, I guess, marks 23 and a half hours of my first hours in my new apartment living alone for the first time in Illinois. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for hanging out with me and listening to this week's episode. If you want more, follow at Show Me How Good It Gets podcast. I read all the DMs I get on there. And then my personal Instagram account is at MalvikaBot and my TikTok is at MalTalks. If you're listening on Spotify, please leave us a rating, preferably a five-star rating. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I hope you can write us a fun little review and write us there as well. Once again, thank you guys for hanging out. See you next week. Bye-bye.